Hey everyone, welcome to the debut episode of New Girl, Old Guy. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Allie Lasher and I am going to take you all and the old guy, uh, <laughs> the, the titular old guy, uh, through a new girl rewatch. I'm very excited for this, uh, mostly because I love new girl, but also because I'm excited to do my first, I think, one-on-one podcast episode, much less podcast season, with this old guy. Let's bring him in. Uh, you know him from 32 fans. You love him because of Renap. Uh, Kiva Winokur. I, I didn't know how you were going to introduce me. I, th- I, I was hoping you'd say the F word. <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd say friend. But no, what do you, you mean? The old guy. Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wanted the podcast title to be Old Guy, so I don't know what you were expecting. Well, it was your idea, but then you I think you soured on New Girl Old Guy. Uh, you liked the idea of the jar, which was a joke I didn't get at the time. And now I get it. I, and, I, and now I have to assume that's, that's sort of prevalent for the next however many seasons. Yeah, I, so I when we came up with this title, <laughs> I'm very much of the opinion that, like, this is not a great title, but... Um, I couldn't think of anything better. We took it to the vote. The, hopefully some of you are listening who voted. People seem to like this. Uh, but yeah, my other suggestion was Jar, exclamation point, a new girl podcast. Because I was trying to think of, it's on me as someone who knows the show inside and out to come up with sor- sort of like what's the inside joke of the show that you can make a podcast title. And I failed. So here we are. I think the important thing is to have the name of the show in the title for SEO reasons or just like to explain the, the podcast. Well, that's why I was going to be jar a new girl. Pod- I mean, listen, right. I'm but you, nothing if not a businesswoman. Yeah, you but really in theory, like <laughs> it, it, the, the title doesn't make much sense. I am older than you for sure. But as you remind me every single day, but I I, I in theory here am the new guy and you are the old gal who has not yet who you, you've seen the show multiple times. I had never seen an episode before today. I think that's important to talk about. So not only have I seen it multiple times, I've watched it probably three or four times through in quarantine alone. And like, even though I knew we were doing this podcast and we had to watch the pilot, I watched it a few days ago. I then went back to like season four, episode seven to continue watching. Like I'm watching it as a break from watching the beginning for the podcast. So I'm, 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 I didn't realize what a fan I was until we started kicking around the idea of doing the podcast, honestly. So it's really been your main quarantine comfort food. A hundred percent. I had never watched it while it was on the air. I think I watched um, I, I watched it. I started on Netflix while it was finishing up on the air. Like I noticed I didn't have all the seasons and I would wait for Netflix to put it up. I never was watching live. But since in the last, you know, it ended in like 2018, something like that, I've probably seen New Girl through maybe 20 times. That's in- So is it your second favorite or at least second most watched show behind Seinfeld? I would never have said that previously. Again, it's just something I keep coming back to uh, really in quarantine more. Like I'll finish the season and normally I, I rewatch. I'll go to Parks and Rec or I've just been hitting the end of New Girl and starting at the beginning. So it's kind of a sickness. Maybe this podcast will help me explore what's going on with that. Maybe this is like the 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 watch that will make you sick of it permanently, though. 
I was a little worried about that, but the fact that after I finished the pilot, I went back to the middle, I feel kind of safe. One thing I am concerned, will this podcast make us sick of each other? Is this the podcast that's finally going to ruin our quote-unquote friendship? Quote-unquote. I think, so we went on a <laughs> podcast together. Um, we did a, a preview of uh, Survivor Season 40 draft. I, uh, I like a gentleman, invited you to, to, join, to join me. And you said on that podcast that we Is that, that a favor to no. me. That you no, 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 no. I was listen. Um, so it was June of 2019, and you predicted that by by when the podcast would come out, because it was one of these. Uh, here's what's going to happen six months from now when the season airs. Uh, you said we would no longer be friends, and uh, and you were wrong. You were very wrong. I mean. I don't know that we're starting off this podcast on the right foot with you attacking me for being wrong. But what, one thing I'm worried about more than our friendship surviving, because we've been through worse probably than what will come of this. Every Renap episode. Yeah, right. What if you hate the show? I was thinking that, like, what if I just <laughs> loathe it so much? I like I dread every week. You're like, are we recording it Sunday at eight o'clock? That's my alien pressure. And then I'm like. <laughs> Um, I'm much deeper than that, yeah. but thank you. <laughs> um, I, and then I'm like, oh, I can't. Because even Seinfeld sometimes, and of course I love Seinfeld, but it can be a drag when it's homework. You know what I mean? When you have to watch it and then sit and take notes, like I did uh, you know, every episode of Seinfeld, it can it, it, it can be like, oh, I don't want to do that. And sometimes, especially on, on Robin and Need a Podcast, if I need to watch a show that's bad, or long, like a, let's say a movie that's like an hour twenty. I'm like, oh, I really, you know, that's like it's a big block of time for something that's that I'm not if I'm not looking forward to it because like we're specifically watching it because it's bad. Um, I I honestly, I it was definitely a fear of mine. I mean, should I be concerned? Am I going to hate it? Do you think I'm going to hate it? I think you and I, uh, if I'm, I don't know if I'm being generous to you or if I'm being generous to myself. I think we have a similar sensibility mm -hmm. uh dare i say i think we have a similar sense of humor so um you know i don't think you're gonna hate it if you hate it we'll switch gears or we'll cancel the show because i don't think you know i i've been accused in my podcast life of being too negative i don't think it'll be super i don't think you're gonna love every character or love every moment i think we'll like different things but I don't think it'll be fun for anyone if you're coming on week after week, dragged in, hating the show. So it's like Rob with a Renap idea. Like you don't want to if we're not both in, we both have to turn our keys. We could stop this at any point. Nobody's even listening. No, the first one people are listening. I think it's the problem is getting them to the second episode, probably. All right. So we'll, we'll take it with our listeners and with you one episode at a time. So the show could end at any point, you're saying. The show well, could really end at any episode. My second question is, like, will we, what if, even if we both like the show, will we finish the podcast? Okay. So uh, I guess this is a good, as good a time as any to know. I thought it was a four season show when I, when I committed. I thought there was oh, like 60 that episodes. That was your mistake, soldier. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm very unspoiled on, on I, basically everything, assuming there's anything to be spoiled on. But I did hear that there are seven episodes, seven seasons. So can you please tell me how many episodes. Of this show there are. I mean, should I have you take a guess? I think I have an idea. I, I have a pretty strong... I don't know the exact number, but I, I think it's well, less than Seinfeld. I, I don't know if there was than, any, like, Hulu uh, scenes. Freaks and Geeks? I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, more than Freaks and Geeks. I don't I don't know if, the, like, this ever went to Hulu or changed from, like, Fox to NBC or anything. 
I'm going to say like 125. Uh, you, you'd be pretty good with prices, right? You're close and you've not gone over, but uh, you are under the number, my friend. What is it? It is 146. Okay. I mean, that's a lot. That's almost the full Seinfeld. Hopefully there's some two-parters because Seinfeld was 180, but I think you only have to record 171 because I think there's nine two-parters in Seinfeld. But I think it's 167 because there's also like four clip shows in Seinfeld. Yeah, so in terms of finishing, I think there's a decent chance because I am pretty uh, like strict about – like I, I really never missed a week with, with Seinfeld. Rob and I basically went through the whole way. 32 fans, it took years before we ever missed a week, and we've only missed, I think, three in five-plus years. Uh, Renap, if we miss a week, it's usually like Rob has just has something crazy going on or I was moving. You know, that's like once every six months. So I'm pretty good. Like I would say you'll have to keep me honest with this, but we'll see. I mean, what else are we doing? Well, right now, certainly nothing. And also normally, <laughs> certainly nothing. Even like, you know, even in the best of times where, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm around. I'm available usually. All right. So I have some other uh, just general questions before we get into this mm-hmm. episode. Thank you to everyone on Twitter uh, who submitted questions. The great Matt Gagan, enemy of yours, friend of mine. Uh, He's said, a frenemy of mine at, at work. <laughs> Why is the show not as popular as The Office or Parks and Rec? Because it definitely should be. And that's something I've always wondered with New Girl. And maybe you'll be able to answer that as we go through as someone who's sort of a neutral party. Like, New Girl does not have the buzz that the other sitcoms of its time have. And I think it's as good, you know, maybe... I don't know. I, 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 you recently pulled your audience, uh, your Twitter audience, of uh, the top. What did you, you tell me? I forget. But New Girl wasn't super high up in that, was it? I think New Girl did okay. I think it was like ninth or eleventh uh, in the twenty first century comedies. I mean, that's not bad. But first, you know, it's never really in the conversation Definitely of not. Parks it's and Rec, Thirty yeah. Rock. And I don't know a lot of people who've been binging it, other than you, who've been making up <laughs> for twenty other people. I don't like I haven't heard many people say I'm binging. It's not like Game of Thrones level where I haven't heard one person say during quarantine they're they're binging Game of Thrones. But uh, it's not it's not Office Parks and Rec uh, material. But I I guess I can't answer that question yet. But I guess that's a good thing to track. Like, why isn't it? You know, why isn't it on the same level? The Fox doesn't have a lot of live action sitcoms that became hugely popular. Arrested Development was like, you know, thought of maybe more highly than this show, but was was I think lower watched than this show. I think the show also I, I was trying to figure out if like New Girl was considered a success. Like I think New Girl was considered like a very successful show. I just don't know if it's had the like longevity of the the binging shows have. I mean, it made it seven seasons. I think it opened uh, really like strong numbers. I do wonder I was going to say like, well, the female you're comparing to, let's say, Parks and Rec, like was Zoe Deschanel as big of a deal as Amy Poehler? I mean, she was a movie star. Like, in theory, she was a big... She had, like, more A-list street cred before Parks and Rec started than Amy Poehler did. Um, I mean, it's so... It's such a different show. Like, honestly, like, I don't think it... I feel like Parks and Rec... um, Like, you know, The Office walked so Parks and Rec could fly. 30 Rock was sort of in that same, like, NBC world, humor world. To me, New Girl is closer to, like, a Friends... Um, or a How I Met Your Mother, where it's like way more sort of relationship based, like romantic relationship based, like more like more realistic. Like I get like Leslie Nope wasn't like 
I'm a, a human being come for me. Like you could identify with Leslie Nope or you could identify with Michael Scott, but they were sort of larger than life characters mm-hmm. like who this dedicated public civil servant who's like obsessed with doing good. Like these are just sort of like real people living together. And, and so I, I think it's it's obviously like of the same era and in the same conversation. But to me, like the heart of the show is completely different. Like obviously it's a sitcom, three minutes, whatever. To me, like it's it's more of a friend's How I Met Your Mother than a Parks and Rec, The Office, uh, Thirty Rock. But also, um, I, with with Jess, at least in the pilot, you know, we're not really getting if we're getting into it or not. Like, she is a little cartoony, and I bet she's not going to be this cartoony, you know, in season seven. Although maybe I'm wrong, but she doesn't feel like a fully formed person in the pilot for sure. That's fair. It is shades of Leslie Nope now that I just said that. And maybe it's more the workplace comedy versus like slice of life. But um, but yeah, no, Jess is quir- the quirky. It, yeah, I think everybody is sort of a little dialed up in this pilot in different ways and definitely evolves as the seasons go on. Uh, but it's funny you bring this up because Naomi Calhoun said, who's quirkier between you and me? Because that's sort of what Jess is and remains known for. Naomi went on to say, "Which one of you is gonna have the big old gla- gonna have big old glasses and play ukulele or something similar?" Neither Who's of us, I think, are music people. Us. That's a good question. We should that should could, you want to put that to vote on Twitter? Maybe tomorrow. Oh God, or you're something. already starting know. with the polls. Yeah, you could put it. Through, well, yeah, you I think put that, it I think this should be a good. It's weird if I say who's quirkier, me or Allie. I don't I, think I, you're I feel quirky. Like, Oh, okay. That's good. I think a lot of people <laughs> would disagree. I think a lot of people think I have like a lot of weird, uh, like there are a lot of weird things about me. I feel That's like you're kind of standard issue. How about fine? How about <laughs> the people who are listening? Let us know, it, you know, after you listen. Well, how, I, should we have like an email address? How should people like contact <laughs> us besides like a Twitter thing every week? Let's just tw- We need tweet an executive producer. No, we don't need we anyone. We, we do, need... we do. Also, what about a theme song? We don't have a theme song. We need someone. Should we get Will I'm from America to write a theme in. song? I'm going to put music in. Well, if someone feels so moved to write a theme song, they're welcome to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should get a theme song at some point. Um, we 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 definitely need an executive producer. Um, although I have been, t- I, I I'm asking for too many favors from the listeners already. This is a nightmare. We, look, it's episode one. No mm-hmm. one's even heard this. No one cares. We're gonna do the work. But I know people. Ca- I want to know who's quirkier. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Yeah, that. Let's okay. Let's stop at the one ask that if you've heard this podcast, if you made it through the first, you know, ten minutes of the podcast, tweet us at last tweets and at keep twenty six. Who's quirkier? Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. I'm excited to find out. Maybe we're let's not. Maybe neither of us are quirky. Maybe or you know they're only judging our podcast personas. You don't know me. Do are you playing a character on podcasts always? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you think I could keep this up? It's exhausting. Um, no, I think I, I think I'm playing. I think I'm playing a heightened version of myself, and you're like 100. percent That's who you are. But you wouldn't know. Oh, I know. I've met you in person twice. <laughs> okay. Well, both times were podcast adjacent. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. All right, you, uh, we could we could start with the show. I have I have uh, another question or two. Oh, wait. I go. Yeah. Perfect. Go go to that, because I also want to know what you know going into this. We mm-hmm. had a whole debate about whether we could fill time on our first episode with just what you know. I you know, maybe we were wrong. Maybe you have a whole list of things you already know. OK, so I wrote it down. Here is what I knew about New Girl before ever watching an episode. And I think maybe I turned on like five minutes of a first season 
episode, but I don't remember anything about it at all. Um, and I definitely haven't watched anything or know anything. Here's what I knew. Zoe Deschanel is the star of the show. I don't think it's an ensemble. Like, you know, she's the titular eponymous new girl. I don't think, uh, like, you know, she, there's going to be equal billing from, from the other three members of the core four. I assume it's a core four. Um, I know there's a character named Schmidt, and now I know that for sure, but I knew that there was a character named Schmidt. Uh, and yeah, I knew that there was two other guys and I know that they have like a nice apartment. That's all I know. Those are the only things about the show New Girl that I know. All key things, all key things. Mm hmm. Did you have questions you said you wanted before we got into this? No, I, I, not really. I, I, I was that, that was really what I wanted to ask. I wanted to I wanted to sort of get on for on the record what I knew. I'm also like, I don't know if it's going to become a will they won't they Jim or Pam thing with. Zoe Deschanel and any of the other three members of the core four, as we like to call them. Um, but the fact that I know Schmidt's name leads me to believe that he might be the alpha dog of the three. Now, that's interesting. Um, I'm mostly distracted by the fact that you had a question. You were going to ask yourself a question. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's interesting to me that, you know, Schmidt. Uh, but I think Schmidt is a very memorable character, as you could probably see from the from the pilot so it doesn't surprise it doesn't super surprise me but it's interesting um there's something you don't know mm -mm. that i think is a critical discussion that maybe is more relevant to have the conversation episode two but for fear that we won't make it to episode two oh I we're making it to episode two that's silly unless we just <laughs> literally can't figure out how to post this i guess we that. got two questions from robbie freeman and and michael j clark and i kind of want to have this discussion with you now because i think it the structure of the show it's it's very interesting from a sort of kickoff to the show perspective and i don't think it's that big of a spoiler okay i'm, so, I'm sitting down not lying okay. down so, um, so Co you were introduced to Coach, played by Damon Wayans Jr. Mm -hmm. From Happy Endings. Oh, I was going to, okay, that's interesting. I was going to ask you if you've seen Happy Endings. Yeah, because I was going to say that this show, ha you were talking about like what this show is closest to, and I don't think it has the same feel as the workplace comedies, like you said, Parks and The Office. This show is, I think its closest cousin is Happy Endings for sure. A hundred percent. And I've actually only seen, uh, you know, somebody that you and I have discussed uh, turn me on to happy endings because we were talking about how much I have been watching New Girl. And he was like, you should watch happy endings. Mm -hmm. And I checked it out. And it's funny. I didn't mention happy endings on purpose because I was going to try to not bring this up. But now we're bringing it up. So. After this pilot, coach will be gone for a while. And Lamorne Morris will be coming in playing an, another roommate, Winston Bishop. I, I'm pretty sure the exchange happens in episode two. And the story behind it is basically um, Damon Wayne's Jr. thought that Happy Endings was going to be canceled or wasn't going to be picked up. So shot the pilot and then um, it did not get canceled and it was picked up for three seasons. And so he was like, sorry, new girl. The new girl gets picked up with this pilot and they realized they'd have to reshoot. I read an article. It was like 90% of the scenes if they recast coach. So they basically just held the part for him, uh, replaced him with a new character. And then whether or not coach ends up coming back, I won't spoil. Mm -hmm. But 
he he left to do happy endings and they replaced him with a new character uh, after the first episode. So Robbie Freeman says, with the benefit of hindsight, I think this is more something we'll get to later. He was saying, should they have reshot the pilot with Winston after happy endings got picked up for season three? Okay, so I guess it was in, in between seasons, whatever. Um, I don't think so because I, th- I, I like Winston um, and I like Coach, at least in the pilot. But um, I can't really ask you that question, Kiva. I can't answer it till, till next episode. I will say that's crazy. So I, I, I like I'm familiar with the concept, right? It's called second position, where it's like you have a show and you're locked in. There's no way you could really leave. You could sort of like badmouth the show and do things actors try and do sometimes, but it's very hard to get out of uh, get get out of a contract, right? Um, so you can shoot pilots, and yes, I guess if you have a show on the bubble and a pilot, the odds of both getting picked up are probably like under ten percent, right? If if there's like a fifty fifty show and pilots are are you know unless and uh, the problem is you have Zoe Deschanel probably was better than you know the normal you know ten percent that a pilot has a shot at, but that's crazy. She was it's, also like the number one person cast. Like so, this didn't get written for her, mm-hmm. but it was sort of like she was the fir- first person cast. Yeah, that makes in, sense. Yeah. She's the girl in New Girl. Uh, it it doesn't. It, it seems crazy to me. Um, just thinking in my head now, he is. It's funny because the first episode is a little bit more from the guy's perspective. Once we meet the guys. Then Zoe Deschanel, she's a little bit of a mystery, probably on purpose in the pilot, right? We we see them go to the party. We see them meet her at the restaurant. We don't see her do a lot of things, right? We don't see her re- – I, I, I guess let's talk about this now. We don't see her reaction in the first scene to – Wait, really quick before yes. we get into that. Okay, Michael fine. J. Clark says, who will be the Lamorne Morris when you – I guess meaning me, mm-hmm. Damon Wayne Jr. Uh, wait. Oh, when I, Damon Waynes Jr., you off the podcast after oh, okay. the pilot. So, so I'm I gone. replace you. Yeah. And next episode, <laughs> it's like you and Puya. It's probably you and Puya. He's been liking the tweets. He's probably seen the show. He, he's up for podcasts. I think that would See, be it. I was going to say something nice. I was going to be like, honestly, I would say 90% of why I'm here is because I'm excited at the prospect of having a Aww. podcast with you. Oh. But. Yeah. Uh, since you said Puya, yeah, no, I would definitely yeah. do it. With Puya. <laughs> okay, episode two guest. Um, th- people are very mad already that I'm suggesting guests. I we're, we're, I think maybe we'll have guests because it's like 140 episodes or something, but not not yet, right? We have to like establish like uh, rapport. We have to establish how to. <laughs> you and I have to establish a rapport. Well, we have to. Establish, well, it's funny because we speak like every every single day, but not not on um not like I don't hear you don't hear each other's voices. Thank God. Well, you hear my oh, voice, like on podcasts or whatever. You're, so you're saying I listen to you, but you don't listen. No, to No, your me. podcast is done. That's why, like, that's one of the nice things here. If if there's a lash stand out there, like, you're, the challenge might not come back till who knows when in 2021. You had your you had a clean slate, and then you got signed. You you know you got signed to a, a new contract. People thought they wouldn't hear you for a while. Um, wait, I want to. We're thrilled. <laughs> My no, my mind is blown honestly by this because it seems like such a yes. There are very few scenes outside of the first scene. There's almost no scene that I'm thinking of that they could have basically just kept right without without completely reshooting. But it seems insane, and I I I can't judge until I know like is Lamorne Mars going to be portrayed as like just an old friend of theirs i wasn't clear to me how these three guys really know each other like are they lifelong oh, I friends i tell you well okay well, well just we'll wait till next week that's another thing journey. that makes me uh like what if i love this show so much that i can't wait 
at like I, I'm gonna have what to are you, wait. Chester? No, nope. <laughs> Allie. What if I have to wait two and a half years to find out like how the show ends and like if Coach comes back? Even that's a year or two possibly. If if that's the case and you love it so much, we can start covering two episodes at a time. Oh wow! I didn't even think about that. Or we can we could pre-record and just and then drop. Well, what if we just like during time. quarantine now, like we have nothing else to do? What if we just record like all 140 episodes in the next month? Well, one then... of us has a job. Yeah, I <laughs> have a job. My mom actually I'm a asked me what you do. Oh no! And I was like, oh, it's it's complicated. Oh no! You I mean just say like he works in high tech, but he's looking like you, that's that's a good answer. Do you want to know what I said? Oh, I'm so nervous. Because I just met the Jude over the phone yesterday. I want her to like me. Who cares? Why? No, you want the Jude to like you. Well, that's true, just generally. That makes it sound like I'm saying the Jew, not your your mom's name. Believe me, I've had that problem in life when people are like, I know. So I'm just just clearing it up to the listeners that her name is Judy, right? That I just call her the Jude. That's what they call her. Yeah, no, not just you. I know. I didn't invent it, but that's what I'm referring to her as and not like it's not a Jewish thing. I mean, she yeah, is she like, is Jewish and her name is Judy. But, you know, the football player in. named Jerry Judy, who who like uh, <laughs> thought it would be funny to have a Star of David necklace, even though he is not Jewish. And he did it completely out of love. He's like, I love the Jewish people. And he got like canceled on Twitter one day. He's like, all right, not doing that again. But uh, it was funny because, like, oh, let him do it. It's funny. It's like a good bit. His name is Jerry Judy, and he likes Jewish people. It, it's not. It's not a swastika. Like, let him have his freaking star, David. <laughs> is it J E W D Y? It's J E U D Y. Mm, that's close enough. Yeah, he could have done it. We're he, fine. You and I endorse that. We're fine with it. Yeah, we're the kings of the Jews, and we're saying <laughs> yes. Wait, so queen of the class and king of the Jew, we say it's fine. Wait, hello. What? What did you tell your mom that I do? <laughs> hello. What did you tell your mom that I do? We're not going to get through this. It's going to be a five-hour. We haven't even talked about this. We haven't got to the opening <laughs> scene yet, which I have many takes on the opening scene. <laughs> um, no, I said that you used to work for like either NBC or the NFL. Like okay, that makes me sound good, yeah. And then you went to Israel, mm-hmm. and then you were like a teacher or something, and then you got laid off from doing something before corona. Yeah. And now you just like, you and your wife don't work, but just like have enough money. Yeah. Did you tell her I have plenty of money? No, but I did say he was supposed to work for the Olympics, but, you know, that ah, okay. I, I, you know what? Honestly, that guy sounds cool. The guy you're describing sounds pretty good. That's fine. Yeah, supposed to work for the Olympics, used to work for NBC, plenty of money. I'm sold. That's that's good. Okay. So she's so, not she's not she's not out on me. The Jew. I mean, she's not in on you. Who cares? I want the Jew to like me. I like that in our in our recording um, little avatars. Yours looks like Larry David and I have a fedora on. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, maybe we could change them for next week. Yes, I, <laughs> okay. I do have Larry David. I think it's that. actually perfect. Do you, are you a fedora person? Do you wear hats? <laughs> I, I definitely don't wear fedoras. Should this be a video podcast? Like that—that's the patron perk no. we're gonna have. Okay, can I just say, mm-hmm. I there's no one new who's like googling new girl podcast and finds us, right? Like these are only people who know that we're. I think there will be some. There was a th- literally a thread in the. I, I'm sorry to mention it, but on a specific <laughs> subreddit today was like, have, have has anybody found Robin Akiva need a podcast without um, w- without being like an RHAP person? You just randomly right, found it. I don't it? care about this. Let's go. Oh my god. So <laughs> take do this on your own time. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I just don't acknowledge the Reddit. That's not Yeah, canon. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Let's talk about the pilot. Uh, and so this is another thing. When I watched New Girl, I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, when I watched um, Happy Endings for the first time, I like thought it was a way more recent show. I actually didn't know why Coach left. Like, I didn't know any of that story. Mm-hmm. So I was watching Happy Endings 
And I'm like, oh, some of these jokes aren't like flying with me in 2020. And then I went back and like saw that it was like a 2010, like 20, 2009, 2011 show. So for the listeners, for Akiva, I just want to contextualize this pilot aired in 2011. Um, we definitely get into some stuff this season that probably this episode that probably wouldn't have flown now. Uh, but I think it's important to transport us to 2011. And uh, the the show opens with Jess telling a story uh, to an unknown audience at first. So you you said you have a lot of takes on the first scene. So you you take us through your takes. We see Jess uh, talking. We don't know who she's talking to. I think it ends up being the three perspective uh, roommate she's about to have. And she's telling them a story about why she's looking for a new apartment. Right. And then so we see her, uh, you know, she gets in a cab. It's her. Is it her anniversary? It's a birthday. Why is she uh, why? Why is she like getting together with her boyfriend? Uh, you know, I don't even know. I think she's just like surprising him. It's like, funny that you've, I'm se- doing this. you've seen the show 20 times. So it's uh, like which is very exciting because you're going to, I assume, have encyclopedic knowledge. What are you like? Are you watching the show and giving it your full attention or are you like doing other things and it's on in, the in background. general or for the podcast in general obviously for the podcast you're taking talmudic notes but exactly so now i'm like did i miss that it was an occasion I, for the podcast i'm paying very close attention yeah no i like basically what happens is i watch it before bed i probably get through three episodes i fall asleep wherever netflix decides to cut me off i just resume there i'm not going back like three episodes to mm-hmm. say like oh what i missed while i was asleep it's just good the shows on. on netflix also like in terms of people watching with us and keeping track What's going to happen if what if Netflix loses it? Oh, like, then we have to all rush. Like, let's say Netflix is, is throwing it off. We'll do 100 episodes in a week so okay, everyone perfect, can watch with perfect. us. Because uh, Seinfeld was on Hulu and it was very annoying. I felt like nobody was. I mean, it's Seinfeld. People like have the DVDs. People like, you know, it's still on every channel. But I don't think anybody was like watching every week on Hulu with us. You know, but our people, Hulu wasn't big what, then. That's interesting. When people do a rewatch, like, for example, I'm watching doing this Zack to the Future podcast or in the Office Ladies I listen to like. Mm-hmm. Are people watching those episodes? Like, I don't feel the need to watch The Office along with them. Actually, a couple times I've opened Netflix as I like wanted to see a scene they're talking mm-hmm. about, but I don't know that anyone needs to like be regularly watching along with us. But well, maybe with New Girl, it's not as big of an audience. Not as big of an audience, but but it's not like Seinfeld or Friends, where like the super fans will all like, oh, they don't even need to watch the episode. They'll you know they'll have some takes because if you're gonna, you got a decent amount of questions submitted. Maybe they were more big pitch, big picture specific than you know the pilot. But if people are gonna want to submit episode two questions, Johnny DeSilvera style, you know, like watch the episode every week and and you know give us your three best takes, then you still need to rewatch, um, you know, on Netflix. All right, well, assuming people watched or know the episode well enough, let's actually dig into this. We mm-hmm. tried. We, we went away. This is what it's going to be, everyone. Sorry. Get used to it. Um, so Jess is surprising her boyfriend, uh, and she's running this idea by her best friend, Cece. Uh, I want to know from you, Akiva, what is your stripper name? Oh, um, I, I think it would be something like wheels related. I think it would you're be not the, you're not going to go orthodox. Oh, nah. I don't I don't want to. No, I don't think so. You don't want people coming in and then like then you're like fourth grade teachers there. And then it's very, you know, it's like, oh, why is your fourth grade teacher? I don't know. But then it's like because they you reference you. that you're Jewish. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it, I, I think it's just wheels. I think one word wheels. You're not getting tips. That's not great. 
Wheels. Well, you, th- t- you think names are tip dependent? No, I could dance <laughs> with the best of them. Why, do you have a name? No, but I guess it's better than Two Boobs Johnson. Or what is Jess? Jess goes with Rebecca Johnson, then Boobies Johnson, then Two Boobs Johnson. Yes. And then yeah. Tiger Boobs. So Wheels is better than any of those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She couldn't She couldn't even get hired at the club. I'm getting a she, tryout at the bare minimum. She goes with a very classic uh, rom-com move. Do you know anyone, Akiva, who's pulled this naked under a trench coat move? In it's your only room? happened in sitcoms, I think. I think. Akiva. I didn't go to a big. T- I didn't go to a Big Ten. I didn't go to two Big Ten colleges like you did. <laughs> I do know someone who has done this move. Uh huh. Was and it a guy? She had great success. Of course, it was. Yeah. A no. Well, I imagine the success rate uh, is ninety nine percent. I think that, like, unless you come and find your partner with another person, like it's it's a home run. You know. I I just think in general with Jess in this episode. The main takeaway has to be, like, they made Zoe Deschanel, who's, like, you know, America's it girl. Like, we need to make her nerdy and undateable for this, at least for this first episode. And maybe that's going to be her shtick for 140 episodes, or maybe she turns into a butterfly by, like, episode five. But they need to make it seem like, oh, Zoe Deschanel, like, a loser that nobody's going to want to date. Well, wait, can we rewind? Mm-hmm. I, now, I was much younger than you in 2011, but was oh, Zoe Deschanel America's it girl? I mean, she's getting cast here as, like, a probably not that long after 500 Days of Summer, right? She's not America's It Girl, but she has it. She's very likable. She She's very girl next door, I think. You know, but she could be in movies, of, carry a sitcom. But that's what it is, right? Like, um, I'm looking up the timing. Yeah, you're right. So 500 Days of Summer was 2009. This was 2011. Um. I just don't know that she's ever been an it girl. I mean, she's great. She's very talented. She famously dropped out of my alma mater for not being appreciated as as an actor. But a big mistake on Northwestern's part. But I think that's her exactly what you just said. She's the girl next door, right? She's not going to be cast as Cece, the model. Mm -hmm. She's going to be cast as sure in sitcom standards. It's she's impossibly beautiful to struggle this hard. To, to exist in the world. But for a sitcom, she is the sort of quirky girl next door, still beautiful, but she's got bangs and glasses, so, like, who knows what hidden potential is underneath. You know, it's like that kind of Could trope. she have played but, April... Do you, have you ever watched Parks and Rec? We, we mentioned before. Of course. Okay, so could she have played April Ludgate and been, uh, been sort of the goofy, sort of, like, nihilist, like, dating Chris Pratt? But I don't think that April's goofy. I think April and Jess on the I think if you put them on the character spectrum are the complete opposite. Okay. No, but could Zoe Deschanel have played that basically is my question. I don't know her range. Probably not. I don't know. She's dating a property brother now. That's pretty quirky. That is weird. And and she's one of us, I believe, also. Right. Uh, I think she converted. What do you mean one of us? I I, I believe she converted (laughs) for her, you know, for her uh, baby daddy. No, but that was for her ex-husband. Yeah, I mean, but the, I the, the Judaism doesn't go away. No, yeah, you, you don't get out of it. Yeah, but I think like... doesn't matter. I think she, she's reverse. I think she's... You she's, can't reverse it. You're stuck forever. There's literally no I way to reverse it. I think she's had a bath. She's, like, rever- come out no, of the mikvah and, like, No, you can't go the... back into the mikvah. That's not a thing. You're making that up. You're, <laughs> you're stuck forever. She... There's literally no way out. You can... 
I think she's sort of back. Baseball. I mean, she like I look. Who am I to say? Uh, she she did convert, but not for the property brother, for her husband. Her uh-huh. Yeah, no, the property brother is not is going to be a, a big guy, big gentile. <laughs> the property brother. I don't even know the property brothers, but I could. If they're if they're swinging hammers, I imagine. They're. So you had a great tweet today mm, uh, that mm. someone had never met a Jew. Energy major. No oh match. yeah. Yes. And I want to know as we go on, you tell me the characters who have major never met a Jew energy. Okay. And where does the show take place? Is it Chicago? It's LA. It's California. L- it's California. Okay, fine. So probably nobody's going to have it, but I will I will keep you posted if anybody has. Well, especially spoiler alert, Schmidt is Jewish, so truly none of them have yes. actually And also never wait, wait, oh, Schmidt is Schmidt uh Max Greenfield? Yes. Okay. So Jake Johnson. Oh, so you know this about me, Allie, but I think a lot of the listeners don't. Uh, that I'm face blind. So for me, I will have a hard time for the first couple episodes telling the difference just in a regular scene where they're all there between Jake Johnson and Schmidt. Like, who's who? I'm already I'll, I'll know Zay- this. Yes, I'll know Zoe Deschanel, I'll know CeCe, I'll know Coach and Coach's replacement, Lamorne. But it will, I will get it, but it'll take me... Now, actually, that's a good sort of uh, question for you and for the listeners for episode two. Like, what are things I should look for? I just need, like, one or two things to glom onto that are like always on screen that i could tell like uh, who's always who has a shirt off always that is schmidt right i mean i think it'll become very clear it's you're basically to the audience i think you're saying it's basically like you won't be able to tell the difference between jerry and kramer like schmidt is better dressed than nick on every Mm -hmm. occasion nick's a bartender but schmidt is the one who takes a shirt off Correct. Okay. I'll get it. I'll get it very quickly. It's not like we're not going to be up to season six and I'm going to be like, wait, which one's Schmidt? But, you know, it is hard for me. That's why diversity is important because then I could tell who's who also on the show. Um, I think. Um, all right. So, you know, back into the car, she goes up there. I, this is a very sort of like interesting way to play it. And I know the pilot's very rushed because you really have to establish, you know, four or five different characters and so much, you know, you almost wish the pilot was an hour, right? Because she sees. She goes up there. She does well, her goofy. I don't, because then we'd be doing this podcast for like three hours. Yeah. She she <laughs> sees like she does the goofy dance. She knocks over the plant. Uh, this is very telegraphed, very sitcom-y, very 1995 sitcom-y even, right? And then the guy, her her boyfriend comes out, and he's clearly, you know, has a woman back there. You don't have – a lot of times on sitcoms, you'd have like noises coming from the bedroom, which I do not believe you have here, right? It's just like he just notices that they're there. That's usually what happens in, like, a movie or something. But it's still very cliche. And then, like, he's embarrassed. But then the girl just walks out. Like, she's like, who cares? I, you know what I mean? Uh, normally, I, yeah. they'd be, like, hiding them in a closet or whatever. Not here. The, the biggest thing to me is the bow drop. That a, a Christmas bow, a gift, a red gift wrap bow mm-hmm. drops from Jess's legs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which uh, to me is just the comedy of New Girl. Like it's gonna take you to that like little more of a cringe place than a normal sitcom might have mm-hmm. uh, in that moment. It it does it does the the old tropes of sitcoms, but it puts a bow on it, <laughs> so oh, okay. to speak. Yeah, um, I also so but yeah, like I, yeah. she's sort of like so wimpy here also because we don't see we don't know what happens. But like, do you know anybody who's just like all right, that's it, and just like I guess get up and leave? Well, you know, I mean. We don't really see that, right? She's just sort of like stunned, and then we and then it, it was like, "Sorry, what was your question?" Uh, we asked you if you had any pets, <laughs> right? I guess, and it is a flashback, so we're not we're not there in real time. But I don't know. I Correct. feel like I feel like you know, um, yeah. I'm gonna stop where I was gonna say. 
<laughs> I think that's fine because okay. you're digging sort of into this is all exposition, right? It's sort yes. of like she's coming to them. Why is Jess an otherwise seemingly normal woman needing to move in suddenly with these three dudes from the Craigslist ad. I love the the little bit we get of, well, I did think this, I was responding to an ad for three women, the sun-soaked, whatever it is, Schmidt wrote. Um, but it is a strange situation, and, and to give a little background, um, the creator of New Girl, I think her name is Elizabeth Merriweather. Yes. Um, she, she, I watched an interview uh, with her where she was saying that she like wrote what she thought was like the next modern family and she pr- pitched it to a producer and the producer was like look like you have to write from what you know you have to write from your experience so she apparently did a lot of craigslist hopping and was writing this loosely based off of a relationship she had with a guy she lived with who their exes started dating each other i mean that doesn't mm-hmm. become spoiler storyline but it's very like it makes sense that she's sort of loosely basing this on her real life, but to the average person, I mean, you and I, like, I can't ever imagine responding to a Craigslist ad and moving in with three guys. So I think the bit with Spencer cheating is just sort of setting up yeah. this circumstance. So you said his name Spencer. Is he a character? She's, I think she says the name in oh, okay. the oh, he, So I, uh, can I know if he comes back or not? Do you want to know if he comes back? I guess, I guess let's leave it to, you know. I mean, look, this is going to be like, with Chester, with the Seinfeld pod, uh, with the Survivor pods, it's you're gonna be hard. You're accidentally gonna spoil me. You're not good at, at sort of keeping the secrets. No, but I, but like, who cares? Mm-hmm. I won't. I'll hide the big things. Okay. Oh, so there's big things. Oh, I, I wonder if it's like lost. Are people gonna die? Be killed off? I'm excited. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. So she, right. So okay. And then she's now back in real time with the three fellas. And that you can't tell the difference between that. I, I could tell the difference. I, you know, they're also like sitting in a specific order. So I was like doing it in my head. It's if there's like a season of Survivor the first day, I'm also like, all right, there's like these five white guys they are all kind of the same. Like, what's one thing like something on their hat? I'm always looking for like a sign to tell people apart. Um, um, I want to talk to you about the jar because this yes. as is very heavily used throughout mm-hmm. um, the first episode. The great Kirsten McGinnis says, how many dollars does Akiva put in the douchebag jar so far? I think you get the bit that there's a douchebag jar later in the season. People just say jar. Like I, I did notice that in a close watch that they're much they're obviously hammering at home. They're like douchebag jar. They're showing you the label. Put money in it, Schmidt. Later, they'll just start screaming like jar after he yeah. says something. So, yeah, every time that Schmidt says something like LLS, ladies love Schmidt, he gets told to put money in the jar. Uh, do you think if you had a douchebag jar, Akiva, or if not the douchebag jar, what would be your like jar that you'd have to put things in? I think if I admitted famously? like I can't do something, that's that's my jar. Or like I'm or like I ask someone around my house to help me out with something that like normal people should be able to do. That would probably be my my jar. What's your jar? Every time I make it about myself, I probably. Is oh, a okay. Jar. Yeah, that would be a big jar. It would be a big <laughs> jar. But I wrote I I wrote a note um that said uh well what's his thing? Ladies love Schmidt LLS. Yeah. So my Uh-oh. thing is LHK LHK. Ladies hate Kiwi. Ladies hate <laughs> Kiwi makes it jar <laughs> like that. Every time we say a nickname for yourself. So jar. are we gonna have a jar? Is that too hacky for us Do to you have, a jar? have a jar? We can have a jar. We- is it a virtual jar? I paid a dollar to have the jar in our logo because I wanted a jar in the logo so bad. And there was no free art on the. the oh, wow. Look I at you pumping money into this podcast. 
<laughs> one dollar. I gonna... literally put a dollar into the jar. Wow, I'm, I appreciate that. Um, are we? Yeah, maybe we should get like. I'll Venmo you for fifty cents. <sighs> yeah, I um Venmo Chester, <laughs> Venmo US, US only. Um, I don't know if. Like, could we maybe get like a cameo person write a theme song for us? That's I'm trying to think of like ways we could pour money into okay, the podcast. Let's get back to the podcast. Yeah, we sure. can workshop Absolutely. after the, what we're going to do later. Sure, sure, sure. So ladies hate Kiwi. Ladies love Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we get another breakup plot line that Nick also six months ago got dumped by. The waitress. I don't know if they say her name. Should I say her name? Well, it's the waitress, right? It's isn't it? The, isn't it the who is from it? Uh, Sunny? Yes, from Always Sunny. Even I know that. I don't even watch it. So it's funny. Mm-hmm. This will be a fun show to IMD bags. There's a lot of guest stars. Yeah. Well, I've, the problem is it's tricky for me. I guess I can do the guest stars as long as you say like, oh, they're only in one or two episodes. I, I you know. Yeah. We- no, we'll do the guest stars. We're not going to do the main. Because mm-hmm, then Although, I'll see I something like Zoe Deschanel could do gets the main. killed you- off in season four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> New girl becomes dead girl. They change mm-hmm. the name. No, they just replace uh, her like like they do with. Um, by the way, weird fact. Um, so I don't know anything about Max Greenfield, Jake Johnson. I certainly know stuff about Damon Wayans Jr. I watched Happy Endings. Um, uh, my favorite podcast, Hollywood Handbook. Jake Johnson, first guest ever on that show. And uh, if I'm not cor- if I'm not mistaken, Lamorne is like the third guest or something ever on that show. I have a funny Lamorne and Dwayne jo- <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Damon yeah. Wayans Jr. <laughs> uh, anecdote but i feel like i'll wait i'll wait for the deeper parts of the podcast first of all, i'll wait till lamorne even shows up and uh you know we'll, we'll only the true listeners need to hear about this story mm-hmm. it's kind of scandalous oh wow okay sure i'm excited all right that's a little teaser for and if we cancel the podcast i'll just tweet it okay perfect um all right so let's let's uh if, if you're greeted with Jess. I mean, she she gives her quick rundown. She's going to be watching Dirty Dancing six to seven times a day, or I don't even know. She's a teacher. She brings some popsicle sticks. She sings a lot, and her best friend's a model, and all of her friends are models. Are you, uh, as a single 30-something guy in L.A., thumbs up or thumbs down on Jess as a roommate? I mean, I think ultimately, like, the, their main concern is that she mentions that her friends are models and she's, you know, it's pretty clear she's going to be bringing these model friends over. I don't know, like, I, I feel like in real life, a person like Jess, like a rec who's a teacher, wouldn't have any friends who are models, but maybe that's explained in the next 139 episodes. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, Coach says no because he's got to let his, uh, his, his jewels out. Mm-hmm. Was there a fourth own. roommate before her? Like, do we know why they're looking for a fourth roommate? That's a good question. Okay. <laughs> I can't answer your question. That's fine. I, I don't All right. think I'm we, just I'm just stating it for the record, episode. Allie. I'm stating. We it don't for the know record. in this episode. Okay, fine. Um, so Schmidt's in with the models. Coach is out because he doesn't want a woman in the loft, and it comes down to Nick, who's who's extremely against it. But, you know, and true, I, I think we're getting character development from Nick here. He's like, gets in his sweatshirt, he goes into his hood, he gets anxiety, can't, like, handle things that well. Like, he's against it, but he can't really stand up to Schmidt. And Schmidt makes the executive decision. Jess, also in character development, uh, is listening in, sort of crossing boundaries, not letting the discussion happen without her, and just commits based on Schmidt saying yes and that's sort of it. I think it was really two to two, Jess and Schmidt versus Coach and Nick. 
Yeah, I mean, I, that's interesting. I, I think they probably would. Have you ever lived with a guy? Not family? Like, not Like a not family guy? Like, have you ever been the Jesse or no? One summer, I lived with a guy friend, um, which my mom was very upset about, not because he's not a great person, but she just was like old school. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just for the summer. So my law school friend for one summer. I also wanted to ask, what would be your dirty dancing? What would be your breakup movie? Or I had a friend who like this is this is sad. He locked himself in his in his room after his the girl he thought he was going to marry broke up with him and listened to the phrase "How to Save a Life" on repeat for like twenty four hours straight. What would be your Only version? Twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean, I'm Only sure he was sad for months after, but I was a bad friend and didn't ask about that. But what's your dirty dancing? <laughs> um, I haven't gone to the well on this in a while but mm-hmm. um that's not a humble brag just like i, ha- <laughs> I in high school i watched this I do like, the breaking up baby yeah but <laughs> but um p.s i love you is a guaranteed tear jerker and i remember for a period in high school my dad came in and was like you're you're crying again watching this like that movie sort of like just dirty dancing like if it's on i will cry i could watch it twice in a row and i will just sob throughout the entire thing um if for some reason but I don't Matt's like New Girl, can we just watch P.S. I Love You every single week? You want to talk about terminal illness every week? Oh, I didn't know what it's about. I have no idea what <laughs> P.S. I Love You is about. I guess it's sad. That could be bonus uh, Patreon content, P.S. I Love You. Um, Matt Stewart said, Ali uh, uh, Lasher Defender, Matt Stewart said, Ali, give us your worst roommate story, assuming Akiva is just Mara's worst roommate. and <laughs> She's <laughs> the only one he had. Fair. Is that your? You didn't have a roommate in college? Well, no, I did. I, I, um, well, you might not like that answer, but I, I, um, first I went abroad for two years, so I had a bunch of roommates. I really like that answer. Well, you're, well, like, not, not, won't like it, but I was only in, I went abroad for two years, and then I was in college with my friend Rafi, who was my high school friend, so it wasn't like a potluck roommate or anything. And then, uh, and then I got married. So I was only in college for one year, even though it would have been, you know, I was already up to being a senior in theory age-wise, um, before I married Mara. So I only had one roommate. Um, Why like, wouldn't I like that answer? You're no, like I'm saying like life. that's just people make fun that I got married so young. Not you I mean, personally. It worked out for you. Yeah, yeah so far, yeah. Um, no, one of my best friends from college who actually commented on our tweet about this podcast, do you know that she submitted like for a random roommate, was like super excited about it, and then the only girl who also came to Northwestern from her high school got randomly assigned as her roommate that's is really that crazy. not wild i mean it's a small school what's it what's the undergrad class it's at north eight thousand undergrad so it's like two thousand Th- okay class. yeah that's why I, I thought it was like a smaller school that's crazy you don't think somebody's like checking the algorithm to make sure that if someone's gone to the were same they high friends school, not, they were they were friendly and then they ended up joining the same sorority which is funny like a coincidentally my so she was just like she's a very nice girl like they get mm-hmm. along but she was like i literally can't get away from this girl. that's insane that is really crazy no i i right i i room with my with my college roommate who's i uh, our high school valedictorian and college valedictorian but we were it was intentional was slumming it with you yeah oh yeah no well not anymore <laughs> now now it doesn't it probably wouldn't return my phone calls but uh back then um i think um yeah, so Mar- yeah, Mara's Mara's my worst roommate. I mean, my best roommate, my only roommate. I don't know. No, you're the worst. roommate. I'm her worst roommate. Well, I guess my kids probably. I'm also their worst roommate. I think I'd probably be last on on a lot of on a lot of lists there. I'm probably last on a lot of lists too. I have a funny story that I actually I did a great podcast for 
the um, wow. 32 fans patrons, my exclusive. I'm going to go exclusive at some point on 32 mm-hmm. fans patron. Well, is um, this is this in the 32 fans universe or is this closer to the RHP universe, this podcast? I don't know. I think it's neither. We it, Neither claims us. Anyway, uh, the roommate story, it's, I'm not going to tell it or maybe I will. I don't think anyone cares. So I won't tell no, it. No, people tell it. You can't, you can't tease the story and not tell it. Then people get mad. Well, the funny part of the story is that I did this great podcast, I think, with you and Chester. Yeah, it was fun. Fans. It was a lot of fun. It was really good. And if you want to listen to that, you can either pay $5 or between now and August 31st, you can oh, no. join the Patreon. Oh, no. <laughs> it won't charge you until the first of the next month. So you can download it and then you can delete it without paying. I will tell. So, I, I think I'm going to like dox people who do that from now on. I don't know. Not If they found out because of this podcast, they should get that for free. But this is a non-monetized podcast, at least for now. Yeah, but if someone's listening to this, Akiva, 40 minutes into this podcast, assuming we're able to get it out. Well, no, I don't think like that. Like, we have other podcasts. Like, Are I'm you not kidding like- kidding me? I, someone tweeted at me. You're like, oh, I'll send it to him. And I was like, well, you don't know him. What, you'll send him what? I don't understand your point. You oh, said, you, he was like, how can I get this? And you were like, oh, I'll send him the link. I don't care. And oh, I, was like, I you thought know it was him? like your best friend. And then you're like, oh, I don't know him. I thought it was like someone who was texting. You still would have sent it to him. I, but, I, but also it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, Just guys, download this one podcast while you're there. <laughs> That's it. Because someone did that the other day. Him. Someone, you, you well, I'm going to throw you under the bus now. You came on our podcast. And you're like, ooh, I wonder if we Uh-oh. got a lot of a lot of new patrons uh, on 32 fans from you know for the Lash experience, and there and we did, we got like five or six. But when you mentioned, you're like, hey, we didn't really? have any, we didn't have anybody join, and I, uh, well, let's see if they stay till the end of the month before we celebrate and cut you a check for like two fifty. Um, <laughs> that uh, one person used to like, well, the number hasn't gone up, and I'd gotten, a, I get an email if a person joins the Patreon, but I don't, I don't track how many people are there. And I don't tra- um, and I and I don't know if someone leaves. Like I'll never. I could check it, but I'll check it like once every three months. I'm really not strict. I try not to pay attention. It's not like your Facebook likes or your Twitter followers. I don't. You you cr- created this whole like uh, perception of me. That's that. Oh yeah, you're up exactly five patrons to one sixty nine. That's so, a good number. You nice. should freeze so it. The um yes, no more. No nobody's able to leave or commit. Um, I think that um oh so somebody joined and then like I assume downloaded the the Ali Lasher podcast and then left immediately or maybe they joined and was like oh shoot like this was a huge mistake in which case obviously that's fine like to, you know, if you didn't partake in anything but I, well, I I'm a gentleman like I don't want people to join uh, on like that's not the right word you or correct you're a gentleman twice for things that are not gentlemen <laughs> gentlemanly like if you join August 29th and you pay five dollars and then it's September 1st you pay five dollars you're going to be annoyed I would be annoyed so it's like, all right. So I will yeah. pay you $5 for every person who steals my podcast. That's fine. All right. You let me know the deficit and I'll make it up. <laughs> no, I don't actually care. But we were. Oh, okay. But now you're See, encouraging like... outright theft. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. So anyway, all of this is to say that I told a story on that podcast how I was on Survivor with all the fixins or ATF. I think mm-hmm. it was Survivor with all the fixins at the time with Corinne Kaplan and Max Dawson. And. I told the roommate story on that podcast. So it's funny now that this comes up after I bashed my experience on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, did, I had a fine time on the podcast aside from. Do you think we could get Max Dawson as a guest? Absolutely. Is he does he like the new girl or new girl? I, regardless, no I'll do it as a favor. OK, fine. All right. Do you we, want Max Dawson as a guest? Well, I mean, I'm happy to have Max Dawson <laughs> as a guest. I don't want him to like I don't want him to like, oh, I got to do the Lasher show that nobody listens to on Tuesday. 
season yeah, season care. five. He owes episode me because 14. of this experience I had on his podcast. Also, who got the last lash on that? Because uh, you know my podcast is still going despite him telling me how terrible it was. Hey, he's very supportive. Let's not continue this. Mm-hmm. But basically, I was living <laughs> in a triple in my sorority, and two people who are great people were my two roommates. This will shock the audience for anyone who knows me, but I was actually not involved in the drama. And I remember thinking, wow, this is pretty nice. I should keep out of drama because it's pretty fun when people are fighting and I have nothing to do with it. Sure. So they had sort of passive aggressive. Actually, that becomes that's addressed later in New Girl about how girls fight passive aggressively. But they were having sort of passive aggressive like stuff at each other. And the final straw came when like. My one roommate, let's call her Sandra, walked in on my other roommate, let's call her Rob, uh, and was like, her, overheard her talking about her, like came in and totally, you can't get away from it. There is no like, oh, we were just talking about how great you are, like totally heard her talking ass to her. My friend uh, Sandra, who is from Jersey as well, Rob's from the Midwest, <laughs> Rob never had a chance. Sandra gave her the business. Rob, her only uh, option was to flee the scene. So she goes down four flights of stairs. We lived on the fourth floor. Sandra pr- proceeds to follow her. Is unfazed. Are you wa- by are you wa- the like travel. watching this? Are you following this? Or you just heard about well, it? Well, I was down. St- I was downstairs as they proceeded to descend the steps. Mm-hmm. So then I saw the whole thing from uh, a sheltered part of the living room. Then uh, so. Sandra's giving her the business, and then and it's funny. I I texted uh after I told the story. I I text Sandra all the time, and I'm like, I can't stop thinking about the time you gave the business to Rob. And then she'll text Rob and be like, Remember that? Like it's all good now. Mm-hmm. But um, the the uh, the final blow was Sandra said to Rob, "How's my name taste in your mouth, bitch? Hope it's delicious." <laughs> As Rob ran out of the sorority house, shutting the door behind her. It was one of the funniest things that's ever happened. Uh, that's an incredible line. We're going to have to call that back in like season five when we're fighting. Well, you, you know, uh, I'm sure Chester's going to say it to me because he's very comfortable calling me the B word. Yeah, he does call you the B word. Um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I am surprised Chester has not been canceled for that. Like his bris, like the ba- CPS did not come take his. Well, baby I endorsed it. If I like went and tweeted out like how, like Chester doesn't respect women, you know, whatever. I'm sure I could get a little groundswell, but it was on good fun. Sure. Yeah. As most of the times when you call a woman the B word for it, it's because they don't <laughs> because they don't want to join your WhatsApp group. <laughs> we rank survivors from Nic- from Survivor Nicaragua now, though. That would be funny. Because... Like Ali Lasher has joined. Would you want to? It's a bad baby. time. It's a bad time to join. He's like in the middle of Survivor Nicaragua. When I join, I'm going to write the bitches back. That would be funny. You should join for like a day. Yeah, no, I'll, I've rage quit every group I've ever been a part of. Oh, yeah, no. I, listen, it's it's my fear. It's my fear that you're going to rage quit being friends with me. But No, no, one-on-one, I'm fine. All right, let's keep going. I'll yeah, rage yeah. quit the podcast, but we'll still be fine. Mm-hmm. So, so the reason that... Oh, I actually wanted to ask you one more question. I want you to place a guess. So we see Jess very briefly on a phone call with her mom. We don't hear anything from the mom. It was definitely a deadline. But Jess's mom... Is a reoccurring role on the show. Not, I mean, not a regular, but one a few times. Can you guess who plays Jess's mom? Uh, Faye Dunaway. Okay, so that's your locked-in guess. Yes. Candace so Bergen is my backup. Okay, perfect. So uh, we find out why, like, Nick had a, a rough breakup with Caroline. 
And Schmidt, you know, he's sort of in the pilot as this big selfish u- user. At least that's my perspective from watching this. He wants Jess in because of the models. He doesn't care what his roommates think. He's pressuring Nick to call Caroline, who clearly heard him to get into this party, the Wild Wild West charity auction. Um, so what's your – I want to know from you, like, what's your perception of Schmidt throughout the pilot, or, or at least at this part? I mean, he's supposed to be the douchiest of the three, right? Well, he's got a douchebag jar. He's got the douchebag jar. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's not fully – none of the four characters are really, like we call them the core four, are, are fully formed yet. So it's hard to ask me, um, like, what just from watching the pilot again, what do you think? So I actually had a conversation with someone about this before we even started doing this podcast, and he was like, Schmidt was, like, terrible in the beginning and then gets better. And I was like, what? I don't remember that. Um but I think from watching the pilot, especially if someone told me to look out for Schmidt being terrible, he is kind of terrible. Like, he's terrible. Like, Jess shouldn't have moved into the loft based on the vote. Um, and then he's, like, really trying to unearth trauma. As you see throughout this episode, like, obviously Caroline's calling, Nick's calling Caroline, like, drunk all the time, you know, whatever, embarrassing himself. And Schmidt doesn't care. Schmidt needs to get into this party to impress his douchey friends. So I think Schmidt does look like a D-bag here. But you do see shades of nice Schmidt where he's like, all right, Jess, like, let's let me take you out. We'll take you out for a rebound. We're here for you. We care about you. So uh, we do we do see sort of a softer side of him also. I mean, I think one of the things the pilot's trying to do is make the audience realize that these guys, like, even though they are all kind of like idiots or or D-bags or whatever, ultimately like redeems them at the end of uh, at the end of the pilot like we're like okay these are people you can root for because at the end of the day like a pilot is just going to be a big mishmash of stuff it's not going to be a, a anything like a typical episode going forwards so really what you're trying to ascertain is are, is this a group of people that i'm like willing to spend you know 22 episodes with or seven seasons with and how do you feel i am i i, I am excited i mean yeah, obviously cool. now i'm thrown for a huge loop because now i just got invested in coach who's definitely not a fully formed character like he coaches the most laughs in the pilot, but like I don't know if that's gonna last seven seasons. Like his very like just the yelling and stuff. Like there needs to be some growth, or else it's not funny anymore. And then like, what does he have? So they went very big and broad with not. I wouldn't even say broad because it's it's not like a stereotypical character. It's it's more of like like the guy who just yells and doesn't have any social skills is not not typical. But but I don't. I'm very curious. Like if Lamorne is just gonna be coach two, or what's Lamorne's character's name? Winston. Winston. If Winston's going to be um, coach two or if they're going to go in a totally different direction with him. It is funny because I read today that uh, apparently the role of coach was originally supposed to be like just like a fat Jewish guy or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, which would have been weird. I, it's crazy to be like it would have been weird to have two Jewish characters in the loft. I don't know. If no, it's Zoe's it would have been weirder but... to have. And, and three because Zoe. But that but the Jess is not Jewish. Oh, but Zoe Deschanel is, and Max Greenfield is. I'm not talking about the actors. I'm talking. I about asked the you, relationship. what do you think Max Greenfield's bar mitzvah? Like, what's his bar mitzvah parsha? Well, r- let's get to that later. Okay. Schmidt, the character is Jewish. Okay, Schmidt, the character is Jewish, um, and Schmidt's Max Greenfield, not Jake Johnson. Nick's Jake Johnson. Correct. Okay, Correct. I think I'm almost there. Nick's the bartender. He's Jake Johnson. He's dating the waitress. No, that's his ex. 
I mean, he was that. You know what I mean? He was dating the waitress. I don't know what you mean. I, we're trying well, to talk I mean, about like whether Nick or not Coach Schmidt. could have been a fat Jewish guy. And also, and like, off talking about the waitress. To, to me, this is sort of a happy endings. Uh, it's in the happy endings universe. Now I know almost. why Rob is so unhappy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's a happy ending spinoff. It's in the happy endings universe. That's canon. Uh, Adam Pally is gay <laughs> in happy endings. There's no none of the core four or CC as I. Going? This. Okay, I'm saying there are no down, LGBT Kiva. characters slow in down. the core four, and then they were gonna also make Kocho a, a white guy, basically. So, okay, slow down. What? Okay. How did we get to Alan B- Happy Endings? This is a spinoff. Adam Bailey's Jewish. What? A funny thing. I actually also watched. Uh, did you watch the Happy Endings reboot episode? Uh, uh-uh, no. Terrible. But they did an interview that was also terrible with the cast, like on Zoom, mm-hmm. and the guy like awkwardly asked. Um, Asked Damon Wayans Jr. like which he prefers, which show. Oh man, new like because of that issue, like what happened. Well, it was only in one episode of New Girl, as far as I know. So I'd imagine he has to say happy endings. Well, he said there was more than one black guy on New Girl, so I guess New Girl because Lamorne Morris, Winston is also black who comes in. Oh, so that was a pretty sick burn. That is a sick burn, and they have and they had you know six people, so they had more opportunities uh, to for diversity. I will say like. My, my happy endings take, which I've dropped on podcasts and always does well. People are going to hate this podcast, by the way. No, nah, they love it. Um, <laughs> is my happy endings take and that people like is uh, the, oh, Dave, the, the main douchey guy, ruins the show. That show's still on the air now if, if, he's, if they cast that differently. Okay, here's, a, here's a, a, a hotter take. Almost everybody on that show is profoundly unlikable. I think Alex is also terrible. The the couple the couple that is the whole catalyst of the entire show yeah. is terrible. Yeah, of course, yes. Um, but I, I think she is a little bit more salvageable than him. But he, mm. you can't have like d bag stubble as your as your like leading man. And Adam Pally's oh, totally gold. Agree. Casey's gold. Uh, Damon Wayans is great. I forget who the sixth person is, but I'm sure they're cool too. The wife, Damon's wife is. Damon's great. wife so, is yeah, yes. No, so they're four for six. Sucks. The main couple they should have like pulled a. Uh, they should have pulled Damon Wayans and after the pileup and like this is not working because I'm telling you that show would be in season ten and it would have been a hit as Wait, opposed why to why do you pull Damon Wayans the way this show pulled had to get rid of Damon Wayans I'm saying that oh, show oh, could have oh. well no they didn't pull him but you yeah, know yeah, yeah. he got pulled whatever all right back to this right. back to New Girl the pilot <laughs> all right so let's talk about Coach though for a second because he does have one scene I agree it's less fleshed out than everybody else but he comes to Jess for advice because he's been told at work that he doesn't know how to talk to women. And I do actually feel like you could use this training, Akiva. Of talking to women? (laughs) What does that even mean? I'm just dead at your reaction to that. Listen, I I live with a woman. I've I've lived with her. We're going to be married. Three women. Well, yeah, that's true. I live with three women. I've been one of them. I'm going to have been married to 16 years on Saturday. It's longer than I've been alive, almost. Oh, my God. And then I, I speak to you all day, every day. You're a woman. <laughs> I have a mom. I have three sisters, no brothers. Uh, I mean, I don't really have anything to do with my well, nieces. Well, coach, uh, coach also, you know, I'm sure has women in his life. I guess. I don't think he's been married for 16 years like, like I have. I've got two girls who are, who are like All right, let's move adults. off it. Who cares? All right. All right. You'll so teach me about... how to speak to women at the course over the course of the- uh... I don't know how. I think maybe you'll learn from Jess. Oh, Jess will be our guide. Okay. I'm, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we end up at the bar, which is uh, 
it's sort of the coffee shop. This is sort of the central yes. perk of New Girl, this bar that they go to. Just to clue you. I, why aren't you saying monks, though? <laughs> because You're a Seinfeld fan, not a Friends person. Because this is nothing like Seinfeld. This is way more. But it's Friends like day. monks. It's, it's like the, the same bar, thing. It's the bar in Happy Endings. Okay. Okay. Actually, that is funny that they're also go to a bar. Like it's is it the is it the show. bar in Cheers? Is it like that? Not not everyone knows their name there. It's more just like that's where they go. Okay, fine. Uh, well, it's probably more like the bar in Cheers than okay. Happy Endings, I was right. I don't want to. I was right. Does George Went right. appear on New Girl? I feel like he might. Mm, no, but what show does he appear on? George Went. Yeah, I don't know. There's George Wedd has like is 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 the old the previous generation's Jeff Garland, right? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, wait. Can I ask you this question? Please. There is a famous musician who appears in an episode of New Girl later. In oh, the you know what? I, I I had heard of it and I forgot about it for many years, and now you spoiled it for me. It's Prince. I didn't spoil it. I wasn't going to give you multiple choice. Yeah, I was no, going to ask I, you. I knew to it. I knew it, but I guess. hadn't. I hadn't heard it in years that he liked the show and he reached out to them. I've heard this story before. I was going to ask you, um, but what's funny is when I watched the episode, I couldn't imagine that that was possible. So I thought it was a prince impersonator, but it's like he's very much in the show because they wouldn't <laughs> even. There would not even be a conversation. Like, hey, let's call Prince's people. Like that would be you. That would be like when I say, like, hey, do you think we could get Tom Cruise for? Or like uh, our, our Family Feud podcast next week, like it's a joke, right? That you would you'd get fired for suggesting it in the writers' room, right? He, and he and honestly, have, yeah. they make it. Well, we'll talk about it when it comes. All right. So that was I. I was asking you like you'd log a guest for Jess's mom. I didn't spoil that she has a mom. You just happened to knew, know the answer. Yeah, I had heard that. Yeah, if you said like what celebrity, I wouldn't even gotten it. Then you said musician, and it was like. Well, oh, I was gonna say pop that. icon. I was, I ratcheted it down to musician. I would, been yeah. like Yo Yo Ma. Yeah, he's you not a pop a icon. Reference. It could have been a yeah. It could have been a, a Britney Spears or somebody also. I mean, it could have been any musician. She, it could have does that been anyone? Does that exclude all other like? Is that the only super famous person, or could there be other big time cameos? Um, I think there are other famous actors who make cameos, mm-hmm. but I think that like Prince is so deeply out of place that it's like worth noting. You could just start guessing actors you think make cameos, but I don't think that would be worthwhile. Who is more successful in 2020, Max Greenfield or Jake Johnson? Because I can't. So Jake Johnson has has started movies, but he like starred in like Tag. Jake Johnson is now. The star or the co-star, I would say, of the neighborhood. Hi, this is Allie, uh, editing the podcast, and I had to correct my unfortunate error that I said Jake Johnson is the co-star of the neighborhood. While I would also watch that, uh, Max Greenfield is who I meant to say. Okay. Um, but he was in—he's been in some stuff. He was in um, a Ryan Murphy project. Mm-hmm. I would say Max Greenfield is probably more like recognizable, but Jake Johnson certainly has had fine work. All right. But Max Greenfield's probably more famous. Also, he's probably more recognizable as Schmidt, too. All right, fine. So where are we in the episode? All right, so we're at the bar, uh, and we meet one of the most, I think, annoying characters in TV history, Schmidt's frenemy, Benjamin. Oh, you guys sucks, yeah. What I do love about this scene, it's sort of like a hierarchy of losers. Like, Ben is garbage to Schmidt, but then, like, 
doesn't know how to talk to coach because coach is just like actually cool so mm-hmm. he like doesn't know how to deal with him so i liked that moment but yeah Be- benjamin completely sucks and we're gonna see a lot more of him it sounds like um well we'll see he's the newman he's like the newman of the show like see this okay let's set ground rules like should i say we're gonna see this person or we're not, no you or shouldn't you shouldn't you have a I, I thought like you had a good poker face by the way this is not even a new girl podcast this is this is actually an intervention for all the mafia you've been playing. All your friends are here. And That's fair. Up. That yeah. I do play a lot. Okay, okay let's move on. Mm-hmm. It's like a pyramid scheme. I br- what did you call it? A uh, PPP? What is Multi-level it? Multi-level marketing. You like, this, <laughs> how how blessed are you to not even know what that is? My God. <laughs> I brought my brother into Kayla Shraviadas. It's oh, really no. taking over. Um, and my mom, uh, the Jude, made an appearance. She came and said hi uh, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. She could be the killer miller. I don't know what that is. I just know that word. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, it feels like forever ago when we started this podcast episode. Um, Benjamin says, take it sleazy, which I had never noticed before. I had to go back twice and make sure I heard that correctly. Um, I feel like Chester's a guy who might say, take it sleazy. Mm, in earnest. Not cool enough to even pull that off. <laughs> it's not cool at all. Still. All right. Um, what do you think of Jess and Nick's dynamic here? They're sort of Jess is sort of trying to relate to Nick about the breakup, but he's just kind of like being mean. But then Jess is sort of impervious to his his meanness, and they have this sort of like I feel like they're not really gelling. What was your read on them? Yeah, they're not gelling yet, and I don't know if they ever do gel. I'm tr- I was trying to figure out during the pilot like who's going to be the gym to her Pam, and I and I you know. It becomes a little more clear, I think, in the final scene, but it seems like, oh, it's probably not going to be Nick from this. We'll see. That mm-hmm. I definitely won't say. I hope there's no love triangle, but I bet that'll happen, too. Between who? Uh, Nick, Schmidt, and Jess. All right. Well, we see Schmidt makes a play for Jess at the end of this episode. Yes, yes. He says he says something classy like, I would still do you or something. And that's the end of the episode, basically. <laughs> um... All right, but but Jess does get a date out of this rebound uh, rescue mission here. Benjamin's douchey friend um, asks her out because she says she needs a rebound. So she's getting dinner with food, which does sound like Missy and I talking, honestly. Like, if you get a date and it's like, she's like, he fed me. I don't understand why. There's <laughs> so no that way is, that, that either of you guys are up. getting, like, nice restaurant first dates. You think... Y- Wait, you're saying that there's no way that she and I would get taken to a restaurant on a first date? Well, people aren't really doing that. That's like a crazy first date to go to a nice restaurant. I think you- it. No, I think it. That's why I'm saying this joke holds up that she's like dinner with food. Yes. That it's like a novelty. It is a novelty. I think but like, I just didn't like the way you said it. Like, No, that. I'm sure you get third dates at a restaurant if you get third dates. But the <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I, like a so first rude. Not rude. Like we, I know. Like the, I know. Like the backstory. I, I just nobody. Like nobody does fancy. We're we're too evolved as a society to like do. A, especially people are going like a million dates. You can't like blow like a big restaurant on the first date. I feel like that's a it. Waste. Actually, is hard. My friend from Ann Arbor, who's actually from Iran, um, was taking girls out to like the nicest restaurant in Ann Arbor on like a first date when they like hadn't met yet, and mm-hmm. I was like. Oh, it was so hard to explain to this guy who just wants to like treat someone nicely with mm-hmm. respect and like is doing what is like the correct thing. Sure. And be like, 
that's going to be creepy. You actually should right. only take them for like one drink. <laughs> like, right, right. Like, ratchet it all the way back to like a dive bar, one drink. Best case scenario, now they assume you're like a billionaire if you're taking them to a nice restaurant on the on the first date. Like the, there's yeah, something. Yeah, you're off. a law student, so they know that you're not. Right. All right, so. Uh, CC's in the loft. What what was your take on CC? We got a little bit of CC. I'll say not enough information on CC yet. I think that's fair. Not enough info. Is she? I mean, she's before the. She's like during in the credits, right? She's like I know there's a core four and then there's CC, but like she's right. She's not a guest star. She's gonna be in every. You episode. keep saying core four. I would say that it's a core five. Okay, so CC's in the core five. Got it. I think she is. Okay, uh, that you know we could sort of track that as it goes on. I mean, she is in the credits, so it's sort of like that should be really the answer. Are we going to find out how Cece and Jess know each other? Yes. Okay. You'll good. find out how everybody knows each Great. other. Great. Well, you, I guess, already know how Jess and Cece know the guys, but you'll get everyone's backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that okay that I told you that? Or yes, I, I asked like, the question. We'll see. Yes, okay. that's perfect. You've asked plenty of questions, and I'm not supposed to answer them. Mm-hmm. All right, so Nick and Caroline, uh, they end up going to the club while Nick goes off on her date. And uh, this Nick and Caroline interaction truly almost made me cry. And, and and this, to me, is maybe what you might not like about New Girl, is that there are, depending on how you felt about the scene, like there are many like true emotional like relationship breakdown or getting together moments for all of the members of the cast throughout the season, throughout those you know, seven seasons. And so this, to me, like kind of set that tone that there's going to be jokes, there's going to be cheap laughs, there's going to be good laughs, and then there's going to be these sort of like hard-hitting relationship moments. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with this being like rom-com-ish. That's, that's okay. I'm not Yeah, okay. Out. It's a definitely like way more beyond Seinfeld. Like Seinfeld would never have something like this. No, no hugging, no learning. <laughs> Wait, no hugging, no what? That's like their principal core, like core. Principal. No hugging, no what? No hugging, no learning. That's like Larry and, and Jerry. Oh, learning. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that by heart. Yes. But that makes sense once you said it. Yeah. That's a sore subject, also. That I didn't listen to your podcast. Yeah, you never listen to the Seinfeld podcast. I feel like it's a it's a personal sl- and I never care like who listens to any podcast I do. But I feel like you. Well, you didn't know me at the time. I know, but the, that's even worse because now it's like, well, I don't have to listen. I hear enough from this loser, but. But then it's like, oh, this is like my favorite show, and I'm just not. I'm just never gonna listen to one episode of it. Well, that was the whole spite. But even the fact that you became my favorite podcast host, despite having a reason to spite dislike you, mm-hmm. is pretty great. Had That's you like, you, you should have just tweeted at us them. like in the fourth week, like, can I join you? We've been like, oh, please, yes. That's great. There's no world where I would have done. You that. have more confidence. People like you. You should. You should do. Then something when like was that? that? That was like I had just started the challenge. Doesn't matter. I, I was a stranger. I was a stranger to Rob when we started. Know that psychos like you and Mike Bloom were just e- and Brian were just like emailing Rob asking for podcast. I didn't ask for a podcast. I said you should do a Seinfeld podcast. I didn't say I. I was discovered. Oh please! By Haley Strong. Oh my okay, god. let's move on. Oh my god, this is really going to take forever. Just the first episode, and I think you get a you get a mulligan. You get like a pass for the first episode. Like if people don't like this, no podcast first episode is ever good. Is, that's not how people that's how I feel about first dates but people don't have that mentality well you have to get to the second date which I guess we do have to get to like a second podcast with the listeners but, yeah, I'm, but I don't know that they're gonna want to that's fine just give up on but this. maybe there'll be a buzz by like episode seven it's like you know maybe you didn't like the first six but now episode seven it's gold like Parks and Rec like season one was bad but trust us get through trust it get us to yeah two. if you could stomach it then eventually we're gonna get there 
All right. So here's the big defining moment that'll take us to the end of the pilot is basically that um, Benjamin and the douchey friend show up. I don't even know his name, yeah. so that should tell you. Mm-hmm. But like Benjamin and the douchey friend show up, um, and they're like, "Where's Jess?" He's like, "Oh, she texted me like seven times in a row." I mean, okay. Um, so and he's like, "Did you call her?" And the answer is no. Jess is being stood up, and the three roommates, Schmidt begrudgingly, but Coach and Nick um, all together take off to show up uh, as Jess's three-person boyfriend to rescue her from the shame of being stood up on the date. Um, Cheesy, maybe, but I thought this was really sweet. Very sweet. It establishes the characters as good people. This is not going to be like Always Sunny or something. This, you know, the, the like they have a heart. They're turning down like they did. The show does a good job. Of, like this is the party of the year. This is a clear opportunity for Nick to, you know, Nick and the waitress to reconcile. And so they're I mean, it's kind of an insane decision by Nick. Right. Like Jess should not be the object of like what he's doing that night. He could send the other dudes out to take care of it and, you know, and still maybe reconcile. because the waitress says, like, I didn't think you cared about me until we broke up. That's like, a, you know, the door is open. It's a jar. No, we should end on that. Yeah, and she asked him to get a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like... right. Yeah, so, but um, anyway, yeah, they all go. I do think it makes them likable. My, my, like, main, and Zoe Deschanel is just sitting, sorry, Jess is sitting there in the restaurant, which is also insane. Like, wait by the bar or something, right, until until your date comes. Um, But I guess she was hungry. She wanted bread. Jess in this episode is like a seven-year-old, right? Like, she, you know, th- they have the motorboat joke, which is funny. That's one of the better lines of the episode. Um, but the, the idea is like she is very like virginal. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't know anything about life. Like it's crazy she ever had a boyfriend. And men like her, right? She has a boyfriend in the beginning of the episode. She picks up, a, you know, a, a guy immediately at the bar. Obviously, she's a beautiful woman. Um, but I mean, am I am I like dying on the vine here? Like Jess is, is like a child in this episode. Like she's very childlike I mean... at least. She's sort of the optimist. She's the quirky, like, fun-loving optimist who is... I mean, I think you and I can't relate to her because she's, like, a happy person. Yeah, no, for sure. People just have this positive disposition. Mm -hmm. It's gross. And that's not normally a sitcom character either. So she is just, like, this happy person and and this is her sort of coming off of a trauma i mean did they tell you how long her and spencer were together i don't think they say in the in the pilot okay so like i mean long enough where she just gets into his house or their house or whatever like she has access to right right. it's clearly a long-term relationship somewhat maybe they say maybe it's like six months i don't know what maybe that's like there's it's a long relationship if they didn't say Mm -hmm. uh can I tell you that? I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. It is six years they were together. Oh, that's a that's a really so, long relationship. It's a really long relationship. They were living together. So, like, you know, she's also, like, been... It's hard to get back out there, right? So she's naive. It, it, there is this, like, I've been with this guy for six years, and now I'm, like, back in the world, and I'm just sort of this naive optimist. So I think you're picking up on something, but I don't think it's, like, she's a baby. I think in the like, pilot, she... She, she has a job, yeah, she can function in the world, but I feel like she's not very worldly, you know? No, I agree with that. Uh, and, and I'm sure she'll change, you know, a hundred times over the course of the series. I do think they also like Zoe Deschanel, uh, like you said, classically attractive woman. I do think like they're, you know, they're, they're, mess- they're like frizzing up her hair a little bit in the pilot, trying to make her 
just like a mess because she's you know upset about the breakup like her hair her well, hair yeah. is not really on point like it probably will be you know if if she was just like starring in a movie or something like that uh every it's everything's in her face um well, sure and then like cc sort of gives her the makeover she's like wearing overalls you mm-hmm. know like is that the same you dress know, you think it's like the exact same dress when cc and jess switch dresses oh all right, let, we have to wrap this up. So let's get to <laughs> some of the other stuff. Yes. All right, so Jordan Cohen says, need to know favorite characters. I judge people based on their answer. Obviously, you can't answer that. I can't answer it because it'll lead the witness yes. here. But yeah. Justin Ramsey says, first impression rankings of all the characters from Keep, please. So just based on um, this episode. And then I do want to ask you, I want to rank the roommates as we go. I don't know. Maybe you can like Chester let us know if there's any switch episode sure. to episode or maybe if we get through a season you could do it. I also want to keep a running ranking of the guys just dates. So I guess we'll rank between Spencer and the douchebag in this episode. So That's first good. give us your first impression rankings of all the characters. Let's do the core five. Okay. Um, Nick Jess Schmidt uh, Coach Schmidt CC. Okay, I think. And we just got nothing from Cece this episode, really. I mean, she's a good friend, but there's no not a lot of (laughs) jokes or whatever. Okay, so I think that's a a fair ranking. I obviously I can't really give a first impression, but let's keep our running list of ranking just boyfriends. Can you keep track of this, Akiva? Because I'll lose it. Are you reliable, or should I do it? I can keep track of it. The problem is I'm not going to remember people necessarily uh, after a while. But yes, I will keep track of it. So why don't you open like an email or something Mm -hmm. and and. We'll 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 take stock okay, so what are every their names? time just as a new guy. What are their names? So we have Spencer and we have uh Ben's friend, the douchebag. Alright, so Spencer, uh just a heinous human being cheating on his girlfriend and callous about it. Like, hey, don't hide in a drawer, don't hide in like a drawer. I don't know who would hide in a drawer. Don't like climb out the window if they're on a low floor. Don't like hide in the closet. Let's try and trick her to get her out of the apartment. No, just here's my here's like the new I don't know if this is gonna be his new girlfriend or whatever. Um Yeah. What do you what do you do in this scenario? Like do you do you just like run out crying? Or are you like are you like breaking stuff in the house? I don't know. I'm confronting them. You're confronting I'm not leaving You're not this, this I'm week. not leaving. Leo Leo in Wolf of Wall Street voice. I'm not leaving, baby. Um, yeah, no, for sure. You got to like, you know, throw him out for, uh, I guess it's his place, not hers. Um, well, they live together. Oh, they do live together. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did live together. So it's her place too. I, I, it's going to be hard for someone to be worse than Spencer, honestly. Now he could move up the list if he somehow gets back into the picture and becomes more likable, right? But right now. Yeah, no, we can, we can shift at any time. Well, some of the guys will be one and done, I assume. But I mean, he's loathsome. Obviously, right? He did something terrible. But the second boyfriend, did, did you get his name? Get his name from IMDb or Wikipedia or something. Ugh. All right. I have to put my mic down to get this. Mm-hmm. I'll talk in the meantime. Should I tell, an embarrassing, like, should I tell an embarrassing alley story from this week? No. No. Okay. What What was it? No, nah, because you're not going to. You're going to have to cut it. I don't think we have anything that we need to cut Is yet. Is it the shoulder? The shoulder? Oh, no. That's not embarrassing <laughs> for you. That's embarrassing for somebody else. It's sort of embarrassing for me. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think there was any problem with whatever. Now we're just getting too inside. Okay. Um, that's maybe that's my problem. I was like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. Um, where'd Allie go? She like this is how far away from the mic are you? 
I'm here. I'm laughing. How, why does it take so long to Google? Like where? Like where? Well, because I was I was still talking to you. Yeah, but where is this computer that you? How like, am need I? To- how am I finding that? Like that's the thing. How am I finding this? Okay. No, I'm looking now, but it's like. Go how, to how IMDb to- episode one. You could go to Wikipedia okay, and on, click on, on the episode. I'm sure it's there. I'll find it. I can find it probably no, without don't, spoiling don't. myself. This is a great podcasting. Oh, this is the problem you have <laughs> well, with this Well, anybody who's made it this far, I think, is okay with this. Oh, my God. This is the worst podcast I think mutually we've ever done. Together? Just the two of us? Definitely. Did we, ever. Did no, we not ever. do a challenge episode together? Just me no, and you without I, Brian? Was Brian there? I don't think so. I don't think so. I did not get uh, invited on a challenge podcast this season, ladies That's and so gentlemen. not true. Oh, my God. You're so I didn't. annoying. I didn't. Oh, this season? Yeah, no, like, uh, people did, but it's like, you're not, you don't even listen, like, you're not a regular guy. We had new people, and we had regular co-hosts who normally sub Why am I not a regular? And I do listen. What are you talking about? You don't listen. I do. I don't listen, like, every minute I don't know how this works. I can't even find the episode. I'm on episode one, season one. Okay, okay, I'm here. Um, Jack Yang. Okay, so Jack. Peter. He plays Peter. Oh, Jack Yang's the actor's name. Okay, so Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Peter, I'm going to put him above Spencer, but this is terrible. Can't you know ghosting? Uh, invite to a nice restaurant. Uh, like everything about this was crazy. May I? Because do we have to agree or do we have personal rank? Because I think we should agree. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I do think we have to agree. It would be weird to have two separate rankings. All right, may, let me make a pitch for why Peter should be below Spencer. Okay. And this is not based on a. This is just based on this episode. We know that she was actually dating Spencer, so presumably he has some redeemable qualities, uh, at least in the beginning. Okay. That led them to be dating. Sure. Peter from the jump, like, can't, like his, and we don't know what happened in the relationship. I'm not defending the cheating at all. He at least looked a little upset to be caught. Like, Peter, talk about with zero apology. Yeah, he's a like, zero, right? He's irredeemable. Hears that she wants, she's on the rebound, is like, nice, I'll take advantage of that. And then because she's slightly too emotionally invested by sending text messages, is willing to laugh about ghosting her at the restaurant and not even send a text excuse. So to me... He doesn't have even, and his best friend is Benjamin, Benjamin, who's terrible. Yes. So irredeemable, you're saying, Peter. I think just the fact that Jess was with Spencer for a period of time, he's probably better than Peter. Maybe Peter's supposed to be a big character, but he's just so loathsome in the in the pilot that they'd never bring him back, or he's not a big part of the show. Like the reverse Andy Dwyer? Ver- the reverse Dwyer. All right. So, do, do you do you, I ha, have I swayed you on that? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to put Spencer ahead of Peter, but you know, Spencer, okay. I assume, is coming back, so we can go up and down. I agree that Spencer is sort of like the the bigger offense, but if you just you know comparing the two of them is sort of an apple to orange comparison. But I would still I would bet that Peter would do that in a relationship ten times over. Now, should we rank every episode? No. Okay. Well, we can. I'm, as I'm sure week. you I'm, know, I'm in a bad on, mood now. I'm tired. fine. You're in a bad mood. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what are you going to say? No, that's upset. Are you, are you unhappy with how this went? <laughs> I don't know. I'm nervous. Well, I'm, I'm gun shy now from podcast reception. Don't be, Three people don't be nervous. Me, so. It's low stakes, right? <laughs> we don't care. Like, this is I for no Rap money. I low stakes. Rap's low stakes, and look at how people act. I th- it should be low stakes, but, like, I don't know. You've made it high stakes. Let's, that's another fight we've had in yeah. the past. Mm-hmm. All right, we I was right about that. Yeah, was no, I you're right. right. You're usually right about this stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I have a quiz for you. So mm-hmm. New Girl was not the original title. There, there was a working title, and I have three fake answers and one real answer. Okay. So can you guess what the original title was? Okay. Title was? Mm-hmm. 
Three men and a new girl. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Jess. Okay, that's the winner right now. The Loft. Okay, that's a possibility. Or Chicks and Dicks. Uh, that's. I mean, that's that show wouldn't even make the air. I have to say, New Girl, uh, not a great name as as of yet. The theme song is about Jess. I think like making Jess the object object of of like you know the the of the show works. I think the Jess and the Loft are better names than New Girl. I'm gonna say Jess is the name though. Okay, well I made both of those up. Uh, Chicks and Dicks, if you can believe it, uh, that's insane. why it's a question. Just completely insane. That's like a show Absolutely. about. Locker rooms. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but Jess and the Loft um, are better names than New Girl. I'm sorry. Like, New Girl doesn't make sense by, like, episode four, you know? And, and yeah, you're saying that it's, like, as of now, like, there is no more development that makes New Girl really make more sense. Unless no, I, there's, like, a deeper meaning that she, like, becomes a new girl. But, like, yeah. it's she's new. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think. I, I would call it Zoe before I call it. Like, uh, yeah. What I <laughs> Zoe I, would be? Or Zoe. Is it Zoe or Zoe? No, it's Zoe, but like she's not Zoe in the. Sh- it's not built around her. It's not like Jerry. Mm-hmm. Jerry, um, you, when you say Jerry, you mean the fictional show within the show on Seinfeld, correct, where they, correct. he becomes his butler. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's talk about. Um. Oh, in the unbelievable in this Max Greenfield Larry King interview. Yeah. Larry King out of nowhere says. I'm Jewish. You're Jewish. You know we control everything. What? <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, you should watch it. It, it really, absolutely killed me. I forgot how ridiculous Larry King is. Um, All right, so that's it. It's funny because Larry King probably does control a lot of things, like or at least he did back in the day. We, you know, you know what I noticed because is Larry I, King alive. I actually don't know. He if he's is alive. alive. He's on wife. Like I think he's maybe getting divorced from his eighth wife or something. Oh, my gosh. One of the things I found from doing podcasts and being older than a lot of listeners is that, like, sometimes the listeners won't have heard of someone who you think is, like, incredibly famous. Like, when when we had a bunch of listeners who had never heard of the television show Entourage, which just completely blew my mind, um, but was a thing that happened. I bet we have – there are people listening right now who don't know who Larry King is, for sure. Okay, I feel terrible because he's only 86. I thought he was, like, 96. Yeah, but he's an old 86. Grizzled yeah, he's 86. He's a veteran of the marriage process. I mean, if God forbid we, I mean, God forbid, if God willing we make it to 86, we'll both be old 86s also. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my last quiz question for you, mm-hmm. and then we can wrap this baby up with a bow. Um, so, you had said, I wonder what Max Greenfield's bar mitzvah was like. And I happened to think that that was a very Googleable answer. I was correct. There's a BuzzFeed article because um, he did an SNL interview. Um, and there, like, so there was a BuzzFeed article about it. Mm-hmm. So are you ready? Yes, Ma- I don't. Guess? It's funny. I don't know why I said that. It was just my way of saying, like, "Ooh, that's a Jew, big, big Jew." To quote <laughs> Larry David. No. Well, so you say, "I wonder what his bar mitzvah theme was." Larry King says, "You're a Jew. You control, you control everything. everything." I'm a little classy. All right. Did you have a guess? T- just take a guess. Uh the sun, the moon, the stars. Is that a bar mitzvah? No, thing? no, I don't know. I mean, there are no more bar mitzvah. I guess themes. space, like space. space. Yeah, space. He's a nerd. He liked space. All right. Space so game. was it space, SNL, mm-hmm. baseball, yeah, Broadway, or Candyland? Well, I would say Broadway, but you just said SNL. Candyland is kind of a fun theme, though. Is that your? What was your theme? Bar mitzvah theme. 
I've told you this story. Yeah, it was I, absolutely Allie because it oh, was yes, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it was all about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a long story. Mm-hmm. It was the anti-theme because the rabbi got in my mom's ear about how themes are missing the point. I didn't have a theme. Yeah, I didn't have I didn't have a theme at all. So what's the answer? Uh, I think SNL because you sort of said SNL before. I totally blew it. Why yeah. did I say that? I meant to say he had um, he did like a Tonight Show interview, but I linked the BuzzFeed article here and it says Max Greenfield had an SNL theme bar mitzvah, but I thought it was saying as like he had an interview. Oh, ah, okay. So I really botched that, but you were going to say Broadway. So I, was I, did gonna, I get definitely you. was going to get say Broadway because that's much more popular. I do, but that's funny. That means he was, and he never got to SNL, right? He wasn't like an SNL writer or anything. I, I no, remember no, that. No. no. What a All nerdy right, theme, Keith. though. You know, we did it. Yeah, this was fun. I feel like I hope you're not down. I don't know. I can't deal with more podcast rejection these last couple of weeks. So hope. No, I'm not. Da- look, I, look. At the end of the day, I enjoyed this hour, whatever it is, oh, hour plus much more of than talking to you. Yeah. I had fun. Mm-hmm. I That's all that matters. Who cares if eight I people do- listen every week, Allie? That doesn't matter, right? Look, we're two people. Mm-hmm. We do walkabouts. We go on tangents. We don't have our straight men here to keep us in line. Yeah, we're two co-hosts. Neither of us are hosts. This is how it's going to be. Maybe we'll get better. Maybe Jess will get better. Schmidt will get better. We'll get better. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we'll quit. That's fine. Those are all options. I don't think this is ever going to be like a meat and potatoes. Like we're just going to analyze New Girl without talking about other things, though. No, and it's like, you know, Rob was like, we, it could be tighter. Like, this is this is what we're about. Like, this is what we're doing here. If anyone's really coming here for a 20 minutes and up some New Girl, I direct you to the episode itself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Rewatch it 20 times like Allie. Whilst falling asleep on Netflix. And don't spoil Akiva also. We're trying to keep me unspoiled for the next yeah, two and a half years. Don't, don't spoil Akiva. And if you've made it this long, we'll remind you to let us know which one of us you think is quirkier. Mm-hmm. Um, you can let us know at Lash Tweets and you can follow Akiva at Keeve26. Um, I was going to say where you can find the podcast, but if you found the podcast, th- then you know where to find it. Yes. I think it'll be available where all major podcasts are available. Uh, yeah. Can I also say and like minor podcast long term goal for the podcast? I was thinking. I don't care if four people listen or four million people listen. I'd like for us to somehow get verified through this. Like I you love think t- you're not getting verified through an app, but you're going to get yeah. verified through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we get like we become friends with Zooey Deschanel. Is she even on Twitter? <laughs> Is Zooey on Twitter? <laughs> Hold on. Let's ch- I'm, I'm checking. All right. We have to go. No, got, <laughs> Are you looking? I, I like, I wa- yeah, I'm looking. All she right. seems like someone who is not on social media, right? She has that vibe about her. Oh, she's got and six And I've done deep followers. dives on Hannah Simone before and some other people. I so. bet Hannah Simone has like a zillion Instagram followers. I'll look it up and you can guess. I think I follow her. Maybe I unfollowed her. Oh, there's too many spoilers. Real? I got to get off. Her first, her first post is happy birthday, Lamorne. I miss hanging out with you every day. Every day. Well, in fairness, that's not a spoiler because you knew he was yeah, coming back. for sure. But yeah, you probably can't look up New Girl. Okay, how many Twitter followers do you think she has? Uh, Hannah Simone? Yeah. Uh, 189,000. 1.2 million. Wow. But I was thinking she's Which big on Instagram. Which is kind of crazy. Zoe Deschanel, like how many do you think she has on Instagram? 11 million. 6.2. That's not so great. It's weird to oh, have the exact same on Insta and Twitter. What do you think of the text me trend? I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not an Instagram guy, really. I, I, I I've never posted a picture. Yeah, me neither. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not an Instagram guy at all. So I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask about that. It does seem weird. I, mean, you I would never me. text you see, anybody. I don't. I don't. You sh- should we do a text me thing? Should we start a text? Me <laughs> thing? 
and see what people text us. All right, Akiba, we don't know how to end the show because neither of us do this, but this was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, follow us for more information. Otherwise, we'll start plugging like how you can subscribe. I don't. I guess subscribe at uh, you know search new girl old guy. We're we're not a Rob has a podcast. Product, yeah, we'll tweet so it we out every week. Also, I'm sure unless you think the podcast is a real stinker. Sometimes people don't pod- that tweet out. The I would never do that. Okay. Um, we stand behind every episode. Yes, every episode. And everything we, we said in the think. episode. On, we, if you want to cancel us, fine. We stand by whatever we said. Oh, I wanted to ask you one more question. Oh, no. Overall, as a, as pilots go, mm-hmm. wh- what do you think of this? As it's a, a little... I mean, I, my mind is so sort of like thrown for a loop by the fact that Coach is not in the rest of the series, basically. Um, I, I think it's a little rushed, like I said. I think it. I think there was so much ground to cover that I would have loved to know everyone a little bit better and had a 40-minute pilot. With the constrictions they had, I'll say it's like a... Definitely not a disastrous pilot, but it would. Be, if I was watching this as the first episode, I'd be like, I like it, I'm going to watch next week, but next week's better be good, you know? The thing I'll say is I'm very excited to watch more episodes, and I'm almost like disappointed that I can't just binge this show now, which I won't. I... You know, I would. I never went ahead, even on Seinfeld, which I'd seen ten times, and I'm not never going to go ahead for New Girl and watch anything more than the next episode at hand. Now that we've recorded, I'm officially going to have to stop watching. I think. I think so. I think which it'll sucks. mess with mess with your mind. Ugh. All right, so I'm going to stop. All right, so with that, we'll stop this podcast. Anything you have? Anything to plug, Akiva? You have a lot going on. Um. Yeah. Can you imagine that there's a person listening to this who doesn't already listen to? Um, what of you course, have because the, the lash stands. There's going to be more lasher people here. You've been tweeting it out. You have more followers, mm, more fans. I think this is a Lash and Akiva Venn diagram center only. No, because uh, no, I, I'm sh- I, I, you're 100 percent wrong. I'm sure, I'm sure there are plenty of of your friends or your I don't know sorority. I got sisters. a little bit like, oh, now I can listen to a podcast because I don't listen to the challenge. So mm-hmm. the same way you you nagged me with Seinfeld, yeah, I'm, exactly. No, I'm sure there are people, and and so yeah, Rob and Akiva need a podcast. We're going to be up to episode 100 soon, and. Um, 32 fans, if you like football, we preview a, a, a different team every single day for 32 days. Uh, we're about six into that one. And um, if you go on Twitter, Allie usually posts several of my DMs every day, so you can see what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, uh, we will see you hopefully next week for episode two of New Girl, Old Guy.